0: This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana. The voice of A-W-R,
1: Ghana. Voice of hope.
0: Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Open the eyes to my
2: heart.
3: You're welcome to Reflections for today. Today's nugget is titled, Honestly Mistaken. Honestly Mistaken. Honest mistakes are almost inevitable in the quest for truth, innovation and change. Those who've never made mistakes are those who've greatly accomplished nothing. Though costly, we shouldn't be discouraged by mistakes, because mistakes afford an opportunity to learn and grow. They keep us humble and enable us to see reality and ourselves more clearly, most Mistakes can be forgiven and corrected, provided we'll humbly submit to the truth. Our response to truth reveals whether we're really honest or are frankly misguided, stupid, and deluded. For when truth is presented to the honestly mistaken they either cease to be mistaken or cease to be honest. This is written by Dr. Samuel Cranty pipim And for more nuggets written by Dr. Pipim, you can visit eaglesonline.org and click on Weekly Thoughts Nuggets. I am Margaret Abebrese. Thank you. he is able he is able through prayer the impossibilities of man become the possibilities of god turn with me to matthew chapter 10 verse 27 matthew chapter 10 verse 27 i read what i tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs remember god is indeed able Anything that is impossible for you is possible for him. And as he has told you, make sure you tell others. God richly bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill.
4: listener. Brace yourself as we bring to you a continuation of the discussion. Wales. Welcome back listeners to our discussion which is a continuation of our discussion on Wales. Okay, we've looked at who qualifies for letters of administration and uh, you've rightly indicated that in recent days surviving spouses and children are gaining preeminence you know, as against other people. But there could also be the situation where a person prepares a will alright. He appoints his executors alright. He does all that needs to be done. But then, subsequent to the will, he acquires other properties that are not added to the will in the manner as you advised or discussed the last time. And then the person dies. So you have a situation where part of the estate is covered by the will. And then there's a lot more that
5: has not been added. What happens? You remember the last discussion we mentioned that even though the law does not per se stipulate that wills must be written in any form. Yes. Particularly depending upon the size and the significance of the estate. Mm. We advise that people seek professional advice. Sure. And this is a classic example Examples, because okay. if a whale was properly written mm. it will take care of such instances. Mm. Whales can be written to take care of both movable and immovable properties. Already acquired, self acquired property and even properties that the testator will be entitled to at the time of the death, the death. but okay. not necessarily already In his possession at the time time, uh He was writing the will But specifically to answer your question In in the circumstance that you have painted Where the will did not make any provision for properties Acquired subsequent to the writing of the Mm -hmm. will Those assets will fall into residue Okay And then the executors will have to share those assets in accordance with the Intercity Succession Act. Okay. Uh-huh.
4: I pose this question
5: because on the back
4: of the advice you gave that it's important for people to engage professionals yes. to assist. There was this incident of a very prominent man who was a member of parliament. I think he had trained in the UK as a lawyer, but he really didn't practice. And so chose by himself to prepare his own will. And so he did everything all right. But like you said, there wasn't a clause to take care of the residue. So when he came back to Ghana, he had acquired properties I mean, plantations and stuff, but he never amended, amended the will to take care of those. And even in his will, there wasn't a clause to take care of any residue. And then eventually when he passed, then a customary successor emerged. And now this customary successor was more or less taking charge of the... Subsequently of the, acquired. Yes, properties. And it was a big issue that ended up in court, you know. And so I just... I mean, as we were talking about engaging mm. professionals, it just came came uh, yeah. to my yeah. mind.
5: And besides the example you have just mm. given, to avoid ambiguities, mm. which are very... Um, slippery grounds sure. when it comes to the preparation of wills mm. that's another good reason why as much as possible you should engage a professional also you could write your will in such a way that it will defeat the purpose the purpose mm. so mm. for those reasons especially if sizable, mm. then it is advisable to seek professional, professional help. help
4: okay mm. we have a question from matilda Says, my question is, in this day of technology, can't I record my will and keep it on a CD or something?
5: Thank you, Matilda. Last week, we spoke about the formal validity, mm-hmm. the formal requirements, requirements yes. that ought to be met by law to make a will valid. Yes. We mentioned that a will must be in writing. That is what the law states Besides the requirement of writing, it must be signed Mm. by the testator. And it has to be attested or witnessed Mm. in a particular manner and form. So, if you recorded your voice and stored it, unfortunately, Matilda, that will not meet the strict formal requirements. So, even if we could hear that it is your voice and you speaking that will not be a will. Maybe if your family members are, they have the inclination to respect your wish and they will not contest it. But if your intention is to write an effective will, mm. then I will not encourage you to do that because that will not meet the strict legal requirements of a former will. Okay.
4: Um. We have another question from Akoso Ibi. Says what rights does a spouse have when the partner without his or her knowledge prepares a will without making for making any provisions for him or her. So they are there. But one person prepares a will without the knowledge of the other and doesn't give that other person anything.
5: Okay. There is some I think fundamentally the the presumption here is that A person has a right to determine how he wants to distribute his self-acquired property. Yes. So generally, Mm. a testator has the free hands Mm. to determine how his assets must be distributed. Mm. And generally, the law would respect that. But uh, there are a few exceptions. Mm. The testator must make reasonable provision for his dependents. Okay dependence so normally the children of the testator would qualify children here must be trained well children properly so called children properly so called so even if you are biologically a mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. but you are no longer a minor you are older
4: be a dead child
5: you are old enough sure. you are not in school mm. you are not an apprentice yeah. and you are on your own you Father or mother in his will can decide not to give you, anything. give you anything and you would have no right. That will not affect the validity of oh the no will. At all. In the same sense, even if the testator had a spouse, but that spouse was not a dependent, mm-hmm. the testator could decide not to give any of his own self-acquired property to the spouse. We are not encouraging that, but legally, I mean, if let's say there was a separation at the time mm. the will was written and at the time the testator died, yeah. and the parties have been living separately, and the wife was not dependent on the testator, the fact that they were married in itself mm. will not entitle the surviving spouse, the wife in this case, to any share of the. The status estate mm. So the critical point here Is that the person must be a Dependent And the people who come under that bracket Are children, parents And spouse mm. So I think last week we mentioned yeah, So that by
4: spouse, I mean They are in a subsisting marriage
5: Yes, Okay. and they must be Dependent mm. Otherwise you have situations where Unfortunately, there are disagreements and the parties separate sometimes for even so many years before. And sometimes even after they have gone their separate ways, the individuals acquire some more properties. properties. Whilst they were not, the true sense, living together or cohabiting as a married couple. In that sense, I don't think there is a strict obligation or a right per se on the surviving spouse to have any share in the estate
4: you just listened to a discussion on the topic
3: whales a continuation will be brought to you
2: later
0: for any inquiries or contribution you can contact us on plus 233-244-67-3528 or 244 235017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana <laughs>
2: Our God, voice of hope. We trust, in the we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in horses. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. We trust in the name. Of the Lord
1: We trust in the name of
2: the Lord our God. Some trust in the work they do. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. By His grace, all the work is through. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. Sing. We trust in the name of the Lord. We In the wealth of things, we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Name worth more than anything, we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. God. We trust in the name of the the Lord our God. God. His love Love never fails, His name will always prevail. We trust in the name. in the, the name Lord of the Lord, Lord, our Lord our God. We trust in the
6: Are welcome to moment of truth. It is always a joy to be in the presence of God, because it is in the presence of God that we find hope, even in our hopeless situations. I am your pastor and friend Ebenezer Quay. I present on the series "Hope in the midst of hopelessness," and our topic for today is hope in the fairness. Hope in the fairness. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you very much for this opportunity. even for your plan to speak to us and to turn our lives around, you alone can help us and even give us hope in the midst of our hopeless situation. Lord, speak to us today, turn our lives around, for we shall give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. Our text for today is taken from Daniel chapter three sixteen through to eighteen. Daniel chapter 3 verses 16 to 18 The Bible says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king. That we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. This is the word of God. Friend, this did not happen in a vacuum. These three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came face to face with life threatening issues. They came face to face with life and death. And yet, they trusted God. And they believed that the God whom they serve is well able to rescue them. Friend, what is your situation? I have come to assure you that even when you come face to face with situations which threaten your life, God is well able to help you and to give you hope even in that situation. There was a Babylonian siege and plunder of Jerusalem in about 605 BC. Meshach, Abednego, and the other friends were carried off to Babylon with the cream of the city's youth. They had their Hebrew names. Shadrach was Hananiah, meaning Yahweh is gracious. Meshach was Mishael, meaning probably who belongs to God. Abednego was Azariah, meaning Yahweh help. Daniel, who was named in Babylon as Bethesha, His name, Daniel, means God is my judge. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were their names given in Babylon. Their meanings are not certain. But for instance, the name Abednego, for instance, from abed Nabu, which is a Chaldean word, means servant of Nabu. So we ask the question, why have they changed their names in Babylon? Why were their names changed in Babylon? I have found out, some five good reasons why their names were changed in Babylon. But that, those reasons were not to favor them as a people, but rather to favor the Babylonians to achieve their goal. One, their names were changed to reflect the gods and beliefs of the Babylonians. Because we have said that the name Abednego actually is Abednego, which means servants of Nabu. And so, it was a name given them to reflect the beliefs of the Babylonians. Two, to make them a part and parcel of the Babylonian kingdom. When they believe what the Babylonians believe, they want them to belong. And thirdly, to cause them to lose their background and heritage in order to influence their attitude, that is, their behavior. These three things are what I call the three B's. The three B's. You have to believe in order to belong And then you behave. In essence, your behavior, your attitude has a direct correlation with your belief and the group of people that you belong to. The fourth point is that their names were changed in order to make them lose their identity. For them to forget about their heritage, for them to forget about where they are coming from, for them to forget about their beliefs, their names were changed. The fifth reason, which is the final reason why their names were changed for the Babylonians to have nothing to do with their God. If they call Daniel, Daniel, which means God is my judge, then they are pronouncing a belief in the God of Daniel and the other three friends. So they have changed their names so that they had nothing to do with their God. These three boys plus Daniel According to Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. This situation happened when in Babylon they were put in a school of the king to be trained become people who are going to work in the court of the king. But these Hebrew boys took a firm decision not to compromise their faith and they decided to be faithful in little things. Friends, it is when we are faithful in little things that God can give us the opportunity to handle things that are big and great according to our understanding. They understood the concept of creeping compromises. They know that By even sacrificing their appetite, then they are preparing themselves to do anything. And as we go through this series, you will realize that because of these initial decisions they have taken, it has kept their faith. It has given them the strength to be able to stand even when situations became very difficult for them. When there seems to be no hope, they found hope in God. Because they stood, they became better excelled above their peers after the entire program, there is a secret that I want to share with you. When you give your best to the Lord, He takes care of the rest. Whatever your situation today, when you give your best to the Lord and the best God wants is your heart, He wants your person, He will take care of the rest of your situations. We are still looking at the theme, Hope in the midst of Hopelessness, and our topic for today, is hope in the fence. May God be with you. May he strengthen you as you continue to listen to this series and you will become a blessing. My name once again is Pastor Ebenezer Kwe. I am your radio pastor on Moment of Truth. God bless you. God be with you. Amen.
0: Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio edu. gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF five nine five.